I mean, it's clear from everything you've been saying that, that music and musicality is mm. enormously important to you. Uh, yes. So what, what excites you about opera in general and about this opera in particular? Oh, God, how long have you got? Um, I mean, I discovered opera very late in my life, really. We didn't have classical music in our house when I was growing up. It was Radio 2. We, we didn't have any... My mum and dad didn't have any classical records. We didn't go to the opera. I only discovered the opera when I was probably 20, and I, someone took me to the Coliseum in London for the first time. I love the buildings... I have to say, one of the main excitements here in Leeds is that incredible auditorium, which was, which is yeah. sort of almost contemporary with the with the, yeah, piece, with the but, opera, you know, a decade um, or so. Yes, yeah. it's fantastic. It always makes me think of Coleridge in in Xanadu, did Kubla Khan a stately pleasure dome decree? Though, I mean, or Frankie goes to Hollywood, welcome to the pleasure dome. <laughs> I think of theatres like the Grand in Leeds. It's so magnificent. The moment you step through the door, you smell theatre. I love that. Um, opera is one of the best ways we have of uh, inquiring after the workings of the heart. Um, and that's a subject dear to me, uh, both as a punter. That's what I like when I go to the theatre in the evening. Um, but also as an artist, um, the scale of it I love. Um, opera can never be a, a solitary art. Um, opera is something in a big room with a lot of people going through something together. And that's something I think we lack more and more and need more and more. You know, uh, I've just worked at the Manchester International Festival and one of the best things in that festival this year was Bjork unveiled a new album and she did an amazing series of concerts with a, a woman's choir from Iceland and great big instruments all over the stage and video projection and someone who I went to the gig with said, oh my God, isn't this amazing? You've got these visuals and the choir and this amazing woman singing her heart out in these incredible instruments producing this sound from the darkness. And I thought, yep, it's just like going to the opera. <laughs> it, was, it was as good as going to the opera. So it just, of course, if we fall flat on our face, a bad at the evening at the opera can be torture like almost no other human experience. But if it works, on, on the moments when it works, it's just, it's so, uh, it's so exciting. Mm. It's really, really exciting. And this opera in particular, I think, you know, different... There's no such thing as opera. Composers are so different to each other. That's like saying, well, colour. You go, yeah, are you talking about red or blue? Well, opera, are you talking about Mozart or Mussorgsky? They're so different. And I've been thinking, you know, what is it that Tchaikovsky, what's his, what's his genre, what's his palette, what's his colour? And it seems to me he's... He's very interested in excitement. You know, what happens when the blood surges, when the orchestra surges? 
in a very specific physical carnal way he's a very erotic composer i think and and the this opera is exciting with a capital e mm. And he's a fantastic theatre composer, isn't he? I mean, we know from those extraordinary ballet scores, as yeah. well as, you know, there's this piece, and, um, of course, Eugene Onyegin, his other really He's great a great opera. storyteller. But actually, yeah. even, say, the late symphonies are extraordinary emotional dramas as well, so it's, yeah. it's just in his blood, isn't it? This theatricality. Yeah. It seems, yeah, a real man of the theatre. You don't have a sense of... Um, he never stays in his study. He's always reaching to it. He wants the stage, he wants the, the singers, the dancers, and he wants the crowd. I think he wants the audience. Um, yeah. yeah.